Welcome. Grounded is a podcast by Inspiring Time for coffee-loving, adventurous souls who expect to live their best life. I'm your host, Amber Card, and alongside my husband, Christopher, we will share how we handle high-stress living with intention. Listen weekly as we dive into our military family lifestyle, where simple entertaining and hospitality, grilling out, gardening, marriage, and healthy living are a must. Expect a healthy dose of honesty, snarky comments, and lots of laughter. Now, on to the show. And welcome back. This week's an important week for Americans. And what better way to mark the 4th of July and a bunch of guys doing something in Philadelphia a long time ago than by cooking some dead animal. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's plan a party! You know, the 4th of July is important and everything, but the really important part is that party you're about to host. How do you even start that process? You could do a barbecue, just set up some fireworks, or maybe you're just doing a little happy hour drive-by. Whatever you choose, go ahead and commit to the type of food that you're going to be preparing. There are plenty of places to get that super cute paper products and decor. A few of my favorite places, though, to check out would be Amazon Walmart, Dollar Tree, Target, Hobby Lobby, TJ Maxx, and Michaels. Just a few places. Just, huh? just a few. Just a few. Okay. Now that Amber's gone through that extra fluff there and on you know the things that aren't meat-related, I uh, would be remiss if I didn't correct myself from last week. I said that we had a chicken on for 10 hours, but it was actually a Boston butt, which explains why Amber was looking at me sideways when I said that. I think I just said chicken on the brain, so... Well, well, we'll call that corrected then. Corrected. I like okay. it. Check. If you missed last week, we tried to lead you through how to get your meal planning started for a week, up to and including you know staying on budget, staying healthy, doing stuff like that. Planning for an event's no different. You've got to decide how many people you're going to have there, uh, what your main course is going to be, what your sides are going to be, and how to get that prepped in time for the uh, party. Now, how do you plan and prepare for a crowd? As long as Christopher and I have been married, we have been hosting events, anywhere from small little quaint couple gatherings to, holy cow, how do we fit 40 people inside of this tiny house events? Yeah, what was the thing we called around Thanksgiving? Oh, Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Yes. Yeah, Friendsgiving. Um, that was close to 40 people and more. We had a two-butt kitchen, and we fit about eight butts in that kitchen. Not pleasant. I digress. But we did get to see somebody eat about 20 refrigerator rolls, so that was pretty good. Oh, gosh. Y'all, look back through the blog and find the recipe for refrigerator rolls. I'll try and link to it for you. It's fantastic and definitely a crowd pleaser. So one of the things we've kind of noticed is, you know, men and women think about what to bring to a party a little bit differently. Most guys say, bring a bag of ice. Well, by golly, I'll bring you a bag of ice then. When we ask people to bring stuff, we try to be specific. We try not to leave it up in the air or just say, hey, a dessert, you know, something like that. That's how you end up with four or five of the same cake from Walmart. If you're going to ask people to bring things, be specific. Be specific. And men more so, well, that's not true. Men, you just know that you should say, bring a 10-pound or 20-pound bag of ice. Okay? Or a six-pack. Or both. Or all the above. If you want a specific type of chip, you should say, buy the family size Tostitos, and that's what you'll get. Now, women, on the other hand, they need a little bit more fluff. I love it. 
I love all the fluffing. So they'll ask me, what's the meat? What are the sides you're preparing? What is this? What is that? And we go into details about what type of salad they're bringing. Men don't need that. And that's the difference between men and women. Be specific and let them in on what you're doing so that they can be part of the event as well. Now, if you're planning, let's say, what's a good size party? I don't know, eight to 10. Eight, eight to 10 is good. Now, not necessarily counting children. So if you're going to have little half humans there, you know, go two to three a piece. Now, if they're good eaters, okay, you got to really plan for them. But our kids are, um, what are they now? 10 and eight. 10 and eight. A lot of our friends have kids around that same age and most of them will eat pretty good. But the ones that come in that are still, you know, five or six, you know, you don't have to worry about them nearly as much. Y'all, you can't, they're like, they're like cats. You can't hurt them. They're going to be gone, playing, doing whatever. Really, this is definitely the time to focus on food that adults will enjoy. Let me, let me walk you through just a few appetizers here. Basics, fruit and veggie trays. Try three different varieties of either fruit or vegetable. And let's be honest, the only purpose of a veggie tray is to get the ranch dressing to your mouth. Oh, speaking of which, I have, not I, we have perfected a fabulous ranch recipe. We love it. If you're going to do chips and dip, make sure that you have maybe like a Ruffles and a Tostitos. So you can have two different types of dip varieties as well. And talking about that, as far as Rotel goes, we generally don't do the real spicy Rotel. We'll get, I think, the mild, whatever the, the Rotel, original. The original. We, we like right? the original. And we'll use that, and normally we'll put in, you know, mild or medium sausage or hamburger meat, something like that. But we do that just so the spice doesn't overpower everything, especially if people are going to be sitting around eating that maybe for a couple hours prior to supper and when it's hot outside. So... We try to stay away from the extreme spice there. And the barbecue factor makes a summer dining pretty pretty easy, actually. Let's go with that route because if you do quite a few appetizers and then space it out, that gives the, the cook outside um, time to fire up the grill so he can enjoy the appetizer time a little bit of conversating, and then go outside and work on that too. One How- of the things I, I try to do when we're talking about, you know, the meat and what we're going to do, let's just say we're doing a Boston butt, try to think about a half pound per person there, which uh, could be a lot or very little, you know, depending on your eaters there. But we try to start with that and then add in an extra pound or two just to make sure. Because, I mean, nobody wants to run out of food. That's just embarrassing. So that's kind of where I go when I'm going to the store to try to find something. And then if you do about half a pound of meat, which is probably overkill for even most females, but if you've got hungry males, they'll, you know, they'll take the slack up right there. Now, when we're talking sides, there are just too many countless possibilities. However, if you're at a barbecue, think fingers as utensils. So keep it simple. Um, You wouldn't want a big sloppy casserole if you're eating outside. One of the things we generally like to do now that we've said fingers i'm going to give you something that doesn't involve fingers but uh, coleslaw on the side most people like to have coleslaw it gives you something extra to put on a hot dog on a barbecue sandwich just to have to the side but you need a fork if you're not going to put it on your sandwich and speaking of coleslaw that is one of my father's favorite sides to make it is literally a family affair everybody has to 
okay, maybe not with COVID right now, but everybody has to taste the coleslaw dressing. And it has really become kind of a family tradition. If you are inviting the family over and you know there's one specific dish that everybody loves kind of getting in on, make sure you plan that. Maybe it's not the most scrumptious or over-the-top dish, but that's the memory. That's the experience people are really going to take away, and that's what great event planning looks like. A beautiful presentation and fun conversation is almost as important as the quality of food presented. Since I'm the one in the kitchen, I keep my sides simple. We've talked about that. Recipes I feel comfortable with and can easily reproduce are going to be what makes sure you can enjoy that event too. And that's another important point because you know you're going to get distracted at some point in this. So you need to have something that you can just whip together easily, have most of it prepped, and just be ready to go. That way, if a friend comes in and you find yourself talking for a while, you know, you don't get too far behind the power curve as far as getting ready for supper. That's right. Okay, Christopher, if you had to pick a few different simple meats to throw on the grill, what would you throw out there? Well, since we've talked about it a couple of times already, we'll go with Boston butt on that. Now, the big thing about that is you got to get up and you got to get it on the grill in the morning because you want it to have plenty of time to smoke, cook down, break down, and get ready to go. Generally, when we do a Boston butt, we'll brine it for 18 to 20 hours, take it out, kind of pat it dry. Uh, One of the things we really enjoy doing lately is putting a little bit of avocado oil on there and then taking the rub and just really using the palm of the hand to get it in there real good. What is your favorite? So you said grill, but when you say grill, so you're talking about the green egg, right? Yeah, that's right. So I'll use these words interchangeably. I apologize, but we have a uh, just the normal large big green egg, and we have the uh, mini max as well, or mighty max, or whatever. It's the small one that you can carry around picnicking or whatever. And when they say carry around, y'all, I hauled this thing in by myself for Christmas, and I looked crazy. I was pulling it behind me on a sheet so I could get it in the door. Anyway. But Santa did good. Santa did great that year. <laughs> yeah. With that, you can set the big green egg up to do direct grilling, off-center heat, uh, plate setter, etc. I like a kebab, but is that would that be a simple thing to put together if you'd already prepped it, or is that something you as the chef don't like dealing with? Yeah, normally, if you're going to have a big get-together, kebabs are just a giant pain. It's not that they can't be done, but it's a little more labor-intensive, you know, finger-burning type and all that. I prefer to not do kebabs for more than about six or seven people. Because when you're talking 10 to 20, uh, just the real estate that you need on the grill to get all that cooked at once, it just gets unwieldy. As far as, uh, you know, hot dogs, those are easy to do. You just direct cook. We do like to marinate our hot dogs. We're those people. But what do we, ooh, two of my favorite things to marinate hot dogs with, and Christopher will throw in his, but I love Worcestershire, Cheshire, Cheshire. And uh, Woody's, it's a barbecue powder that we found here. We can't use right now because Junior, it does. It has soy in it, so. And dairy too, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. One or the other or both, something. Yeah, Woody's is fantastic. Otherwise, a little bit of salt, pepper, and garlic. It's just quality right there. Hamburgers, we do um, just normal grilled hamburgers a lot of times. Now, this is the thing. We tend to like our hamburgers more on the medium-medium side, but when you're cooking for a lot of people, I just take everything to uh, medium well just because that you know not everybody likes medium uh, hamburgers. So 
So if you do a hamburger, let's kind of dive into how do you set up this line? You know, we're not we're not a catering service. We don't have chafing dishes and but if you know the which direction your line is going to flow, that's going to make setup so much easier when you have people that are ready to dive into the food. Yeah, make sure you've got the buns and then the meat. <laughs> I, I I mean seriously think, it, how many times have you been somewhere and the bread product that you need to make your supper is at the wrong end. Definitely is a must think about before you get started. Now, it might look like you have a kitchen. Kitchen Island is going to be the best place. Make sure you can funnel people in and out. Um, Again, if you need folding tables, get those set up, but definitely think through that process. Now, with COVID going on right now, you're probably going to want to use disposable dishes. Spend the extra 40 cents to get the higher quality so you don't have people wearing ketchup in their lap. Now, at our house, I don't know about yours, the women tend to gravitate towards the food area and wherever the kids are. However, I have seen my husband and his buddies go and do, I don't know, what do you what do y'all do well, out there? Well, you got to stand outside and pontificate, you know. Besides, you get a group of us together, we can't go more than about 90 seconds without talking about work. So, another fun thing is when the kids are out there, you can just stand there and watch them climbing trees, fixing and have a lesson in physics. That one's always fun. So, somebody needs to be, you know, somewhat watching the children if they're around. Highly debatable. Highly debatable. Okay, so the only other things that we can really think of to give you are the extras, the things that set the mood, such as music. Go ahead and get a playlist put together or have a Pandora station you really like, Spotify, whatever your music directory is. If you're going to do fireworks, be safe. Make sure you have long-handled firing sticks of sorts and shoot them away from the people that you're entertaining. Unless you don't like them. And then why are they even there? I don't know. If you're going to have kids, make sure you have some activities, bubbles, sidewalk chalk, um, things that don't take you away from getting the food on the table. And then if there is a contest that needs to be had, you know, some good old American pie eating contest, make sure you have the rules for that set up and make sure people are prepared for that. They might not be ready to, to dive in on that one. Next week, we're going to dive into home renos. We're about to move, and we're going to have a lot on our plate in the next few weeks. So, we'll see you then. How do you find us? Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast directory. I'll post notes on the blog, Inspiring Time, and you can find the link below. If you're on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave us a rating and review. We enjoy your feedback. Thanks for listening.